Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. So, likes. Hey everybody, welcome to Both Mics. Hey guys, Both Mics is a show about nothing and everything. That is Mike Safka. And that is Mike Taylor, and together we are Both Mics. We are Both Mics. Welcome to show number 131 of Both Mics, Heard Everywhere Podcasts Can Be Heard. Find us on your favorite podcast outlet, Delio. Cool? Nice. Yeah. Nice. We're live, but we're not live. We're live. Well, yeah. we're live. I mean, we're alive when we're doing yes, this. Yes, I and see you right we're there. We're live talking to each other live. It's on a message. So yeah. when you're seeing this, it's probably recorded. That's all. No big deal. It's live to you. Yes, it's, it is live to me. Yes, I see yeah, you right, so right, right I, there. You're, you're right there. I used to there. do that with, with some sports games. Like if I had to work and it overlapped the kickoff or something, I would record the game yep. and then watch the recording and make sure I didn't hear the result or whatever. You know, right. Go through the commercials and catch up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I hear you. We, should we try going like do, doing the Facebook Live thing? There's little to no success with that right now with me and my the, the way I'm doing business here. I, okay. I've got that challenge in another area as well, so it's just it is what it is. But um, anyway, I've I've been talking to uh, my cell provider, T-Mobile. Cell, ooh, <laughs> T-Mobile. I'm all the way up to Mike Siebert. You know who Mike Siebert is? Mike Siebert, he, um, he's the vice president of field operations. No, he's the CEO of Ooh. T-Mobile. That's T-Mobile. who I'm next in line and talk with. That's how that talk's going. In in reference to, I guess, your quality service. Okay, I guess you're, it has to do with the internet connection? Yeah. Yeah, I've been without internet on my phone for over 70 hours. 70 hours, huh? And I've gotten six different stories as to why. And I really don't give a shit as to why. And they told me they could help me get it going. But then they came back and said it's my fault because it's not a T-Mobile phone. I said, well, I got it at T-Mobile. I said, yes, sir, but it's a Samsung phone. And I said, really? Okay. Really? They're they're trying that one? Oh yeah, dude! I could, I could, I could spend a whole show on these conversations, dude. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's, I, it's incredible. It's incredulous. It's gross negligence. It's, it's just beyond fucking belief, dude. All I can yeah. tell you is I've been lied to at least five, six times by thirteen different people yeah. on like over twenty phone calls, dude. It's, it's fucking crazy. Ignorance. Fucking crazy. Ignorance. Um, yeah, I, I'm having the same thing with with Ticketmaster. With my with tickets that I sold, stick with it, dude. Don't stop. Don't give up. Uh, yeah. You know they're about to. I'm about to unleash hell through social media on these people. They just really don't know what I'm capable of. I'm capable of getting kicked off. Fuckbook, Facebook, fake Facebook. <laughs> my face. Yeah, your face. Yeah, my face. Uh, yeah. No, I was just wondering <laughs> because uh, to, to do it live, you know, some people actually do enjoy watching it live. Well, I, I used to have really good connectivity for that. And yes, and I agree, we, we were starting to hit our stride live and it was easier production and all that. But whatever, dude, whatever. Yeah. It'll all catch yeah. up. It'll all work itself out. See, yeah. if you didn't tell people we weren't live, they probably weren't live because we get a lot more recorded views. Then. So you yeah. let the cat out of the bag. That's okay, though. <laughs> you know what they're not letting out of the Don't bag behind the curtain <laughs> yes yes is this mask mandate crap it's coming back mike slowly but surely la county san diego county they're starting all with the, with all these super lib places where they know they'll obey the tyranny and just the, the tyranny and just go ahead and wear a mask because the ba5 uh, um, Omni variant is back. Of, look, I learned the first time. Now, I was a little bit ahead of the curve. I knew the first time what was going on. So I didn't comply with any of the bullshit. But you know what? It's amazing because two years later, it's another election year. See, if you're wearing a mask, you can't tell who's voting. You can't tell who's dropping off 5,000 ballots at 2.30 in the morning. You can't tell who's rioting, who's leaving <laughs> devices outside rnc and dnc headquarters overnight you can't tell who the rioters are and who the people are because everybody's wearing a mask so 
if you're in LA or San Diego County, I feel sorry for you. You need to move from that shithole. Yeah. And Gavin Newsom. And, and that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. You just need to move right. away. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and Gavin Newsom is actually putting out attack videos in Florida. I don't I, Maybe he's teasing a presidential run because the residents probably not going to make it to 2024. So he's running. He's running ads in Florida against governor, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Oh, yeah. He, he's California has a governor. It's not that Arnold's guy. This is the guy who was on on the air. Mask, wear a mask. You must wear a mask. You will go to jail if you don't wear a mask and all this. And then four hours later, he's at the most expensive restaurant in the country with 16 other people with no mask on at the French Laundry restaurant. Wow. Wow. This I actually is saw it's, it's rules for you, but not for thee. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually all saw... I'm saying, folks, is don't buy it. Don't buy into it again. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Is that not how it goes? You, you won't be fooled again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually saw a picture of somebody today somewhere and like everybody was wearing a mask. I'm like, where the hell are you that they were wearing a mask? I, I, it, it wasn't like an airplane or something. It was it was just weird. Like everybody was wearing a mask. I'm like, OK, I thought this was over. Now, the danger in this whole thing is one of my favorite stories when I grew, was growing up was The Boy Who Cried Wolf. Are you familiar with that one? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, used to, I had the album. You could listen to the story and all that stuff. I was maybe five or so. And it goes, you know. ding, and you turn the page. Yeah, yeah it, it was great. It was great. And, and this could lead to that because they keep abusing shit like this. And then one day some real shit's going to happen. And everybody's going to be like, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. Whoa. Yeah. Don't get fooled again, folks. That's all. Yes. And monkeypox. They're still trying to push monkeypox, dude. dude. That's got that's coming up through the south, especially like through Florida and so forth, because it is what it is. Supposedly, this is only affecting the gay population. I'm sure it's going to be only time when they say that it's not affecting the gay population. Supposedly, it's only transmittable through uh, sex. Um, and it's primarily in the gay community, supposedly. So here's the thing. They act like monkeypox is everything. They're putting out a monkeypox shot that you can get. So you don't get monkeypox. Yeah, I'm right on it. It's, I, dude, this blows my mind, dude. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> deep breaths, deep breaths. Yeah. I, I I woke up today. I didn't have a monkey pock on me. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, that was, right. that, that was gonna lead to a joke, but we'll we'll no, yeah. By all means, no, please. No, your your wife no. will kill me. No, no. <laughs> all right, that's gonna take us into my second favorite part of the show, the alien update. Now, the alien update, that's the part of the show where we talk about some of our favorite people in the world. These are people. Well, maybe they're aliens. Maybe they are aliens or they've had direct alien contact or assistance or or what have you. We're talking about Elon Musk. We're talking about Mark Zuckerberg. We're talking about Bill Gates. We're talking about Richard Branson. We're talking about, I don't know, am I leaving somebody out? Jeff Bezos. My, uh, My sister had an alien encounter today. My gosh, we need to hear about this. Go ahead. All right. Um, my sister's on a cruise. Virgin Voyages. And she's sitting there she out saw by the Branson. Sunset, and Branson walked right by. Shut up. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. He was on the uh, the Scarlet Lady, which uh, kind of sailed out of Miami on the 13th, so two days yeah. ago. And this, yesterday they did Bimini. Today they do Key West. And I think they had a day at sea, and then they're back on Sunday. <clears throat> Does she have a sticker on her? Maybe. <laughs> Did she get a photo with him? <laughs> well, oh, no, I, I, 
I replied back to her because she's in Key West today, so she had uh, she had uh, text coverage. And yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, I go first of all, you got to get a picture with him, and yes. no reply. Right. And then I then I re- then I replied to her again and said, ask him if he's an alien. Yes, yes. <laughs> you got to get video of that. If you ask him that, you got to get video yeah. of that. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, get enough drinks, and my sister she'll do anything. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So. Alien sighting on the the Virgin voyage of Scarlet Lady out of Miami. That's awesome. Key West. Look, yeah. And the reason why we talk about these people, they've obviously advanced our culture, our civilization. Uh, they've advanced us socially, and they've advanced themselves economically extremely well. And it's obvious that these seven people or so aren't that much smarter than the other seven billion people on the planet. They just had a little bit of a leg up. So yeah. what are you going to do? And a little uh, little side note, my, my travel agent is going on the Virgin Voyage's next cruise, and it's like the, the Richard Branson birthday cruise. Oh, man. So he's he's on the cruise now, I guess, preparing or whatever, making sure everything's kosher for his birthday cruise coming up this weekend. And uh, does, my travel does your agent buddy has have some stickers? <laughs> he needs some stickers. No, he doesn't. Jeff Branson a sticker. Yeah, he, uh, he's, he, I think he lives in Winter Springs. But Richard yeah. Branson lives in Winter Springs. Oh no, no, my travel agent. Uh, <laughs> Ahoycruises.com. Yeah. There you um, go. So yeah, yeah, he's got a, a probably a couple hundred people. He's got a big group going to the birthday wow. cruise. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Adult only cruise ship. No kids. Well, sometimes we talk about Elon Musk, and sometimes we talk oh. about the other guys, and sometimes it's oh. just Elon Musk. Well, we're <laughs> back to Elon Musk. Well, yes, we are. Why make today any different? Yes. <laughs> yes. So there's a. Twitter. Musk was putting in a bid to buy Twitter. He asked them to uncover some of their secret stuff, like how many bots are they using? And they replied and they didn't tell the truth. And now there's no telling. It might be 15 to 20 percent of the accounts are actually bots, but they he couldn't get all that information out wow. of them. So what he did was he withdrew his bid because they didn't comply. Well, now they're taking him to court. Of course. And this is the thing I don't understand. I'm not a lawyer, dude. But just tell me if this makes sense to you. They didn't want to show that information. So they're taking him to court because he withdrew his bid because the stock has plummeted. And since everybody realized it's all fake and it's all bots and shit. Oh, right. don't worry. Facebook is around the corner. All these things. It's coming. It's coming around the corner. Yeah. So. They're taking him to court, and guess what they're going to have to disclose in court in order to proceed <laughs> through discovery? Yeah, the information they wouldn't... That, uh, that's what I'm saying! Pre- yeah. So I got one of two theories. I got two different theories on this, and I want to bounce it off you, and I want you to tell me which one sounds more plausible, and I want you to ask... I want you to tell me if you think either one of them are true, okay? <laughs> and maybe both of them are true. Number one, in order to raise the money for his bid... To buy Twitter, he had to get rid of a bunch of stock, okay? He had to sell like 8.44 million shares of stock, something stupid like that, okay? Okay. So that helped him raise a bunch of money to buy Twitter, which he then pulled out of. But he doesn't get his stock back, okay? So maybe because things are going kind of bad in the economy and he's got like 10 kids now, you know, maybe daddy (laughs) needs a little cash on hand. But if he goes out and sells 8.4 million shares of Tesla, the stock's going to drop. They're going to go, what the hell is this guy doing? Oh, my God, bail, bail, bail. Everybody's going to sell. The stock's going to drop. It's going to be a catastrophe. Right. But if you're buying a company with that money and then later on it doesn't work out, which you probably know ahead of time, hey, you just liquidated a bunch of your stock and it didn't affect the stock price at all. That's a beautiful thing. Right. Does that sound plausible? That's very plausible, yeah. Okay. Does that sound doable? You think it re- you think there's a possibility? Not just plausible, but what percentage of you thinks that's what actually happened? I, I would give it fifty fifty. You know, okay. I I don't think either way. You know, it, it would be an underhanded way of doing it for sure, but also a smart way of doing it. Yeah, dudes like that. Uh, that dude is smart. Okay, that dude is super smart. I have somebody in my family that was sitting at a dinner the other night telling everybody what a fucking idiot Elon Musk was, and it took everything I had to keep my mouth shut because I was like, <laughs> "Are you kidding me? This is the smartest dude on the planet." Right. Well, I think socially he's awkward and stupid. He is. Yeah. 
because his family life is a disaster. And I, I knew nothing of his family life until a couple of weeks ago. Oh, 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 we got more on that coming up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, we're going to touch on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, he's got daddy issues and not the kind you think. Yeah. Well, so I'll okay. just leave it at that. So here's here here's possible explanation number two. All right. There's a group of people. It's a secret thing that's going on where they're looking into these social media companies for improprieties like this. Like there was a hotline in Congress and Congress could call Twitter and say, yeah, ban Mike Sofka, click. And then Mike Sofka would be banned. You know, that's because they got offended by, you know, like, it's my fault that I put up a picture of Pelosi in a Nazi uniform given a high Hitler. You know, I mean, uh, come on. That was funny. <laughs> I don't think you should cut me off. And, hey, hey, come on. I beat your system, uh, fake book. And, you know, instead of buying advertising, I just joined a bunch of groups of special interest. And I shared all my media in those special interest groups. I didn't have to buy your advertising. Oh, okay. So he, here's plausible explanation number two with Musk. Okay, that group that's investigating this, and it's a secret group. Right? It's not just FBI. It's not just CIA because you can't trust those cats anymore. There's certain people in this country that are investigating this stuff, and in order to get the real nitty gritty, they had to have somebody on the inside. What guy better on the inside that's going to be able to look at everything than a guy who's going to buy the company and puts in a non-compete bid to buy? Now he gets the right to go in and look at all your shit that you told him you have. Well, Twitter, you didn't have the shit you said you had. So now he's backing away and now you guys are in court. You're going to have to give up the information anyway. Right. Do you think that that's plausible, that that special group has sought out that knowledge and this was their way in? I think you're it's it's Twitter. It's only Twitter. Is it? it? It's nothing important. Not even remotely important. And yeah, you know, I, I think that's that's a little little far fetched. Okay. All right. But it is possible then that he friggin' launched to you're thinking it's possible that he launched his his uh his shares of Tesla and kind of washed it away there. It's, yeah, that's that's possible. I I give the guy a lot of credit. I give yeah. the guy a lot but, of credit. It, you know, deep down, not that not that I care because it's freaking Twitter. Who cares? It's Twitter. It has zero effect on my life uh, or even your life. Just whatever. Right. Um, right. Uh, and the fact that he was going to buy it, I think it was like a knee jerk reaction. You know, hey, I think I want to buy Twitter just for the hell of it. And I deep down, I knew it wasn't going to happen, you know. But so the Twitter stock worry. has plummeted and there's somebody else out there in the market now in a perfect position to buy it up at a bargain. So I'll just leave it at that. You'll you'll see that develop later on. All right, let's uh, let's look at the Google box and see what Twitter's going for today. I didn't see. I would guess it was around thirty-five, maybe forty. I don't know, thirty-two. Did you did you hear anything about the the Google stock? You could buy. No. They, they, did they? What did they do? they split it? They split it. Oh, I, I believe it. Yeah, I, I think I they were splitting that. it in, in in twenty. Wow. So, yeah. Let me uh, let me let me do the Twitter thing here. Twitter, Twitter stock up a dollar forty eight, thirty seven dollars and seventy four cents. Well, there you go. And the right it is actually raised over the past. Well, that's just today. Over the past five days, it's gone up. It's gone from like thirty four to thirty eight. And <laughs> <laughs> that's all the self righteous green people buying their stock back that they sold because they were pissed and uh, and. Uh, you know, unloaded Twitter and bought, well, didn't buy Tesla, that's for sure, because they hated Elon, Elon Musk all of a sudden. Right. He alienated a lot of people with that stuff. Yeah. He pissed yeah. off a lot of people. It, it, it's kind of weird how one person's word has so much effect. Let's see, Google stock. Google. That's why he's an alien. Yeah. Okay, Google stock. I guess whatever it was, was, was some sort of lie. Because it's still two thousand two hundred and thirty-five dollars a share, and it actually went down a hundred and twenty-four dollars in the past five days. Wow. Well, yeah. the reason why we're talking about the alien update here is Elon Musk's dad is in the news now. Okay. His dad is seventy-six. Okay. His dad has confirmed he has a secret second child <laughs> with his stepdaughter. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Right. Who's reporting this? 
Yeah, well, this is according to the the New York Post, only like the fifth largest publication in the country. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk, lusty dad, Errol, has finally revealed he sired a a secret second love child with his glamorous stepdaughter, Jana Buzidout, I, I guess it's how you say Wow. So it's like a like a Woody Allen thing. The Musk Patriarch, 76, welcomed the baby girl with Jana uh with Jana, who's 35. He's 76, she's 35. They had this kid oh. in 2019, but only convert confirmed the news on Wednesday. Bragging to the sun, the only thing we are here on Earth for is to reproduce. The two already share a five-year-old baby boy, Elliot Rush, born in 2017. Wow. He, let me scan through this. Oh, so here, this was the funny thing. Errol admitted Jana's pregnancy was, quote, unplanned and told the publication they are no longer living together, citing their 41-year age gap. It's not practical. She's 35, Errol declared. Eventually, if I'm still around, she might wind up back with me. Any man who marries a younger woman, even if she even if you feel sprightly, it's going to be nice for a while. But there's a big gap and that gap is going to is going to show itself. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird dating someone. God, I think the youngest I've dated younger than me was like 13 years. And that yeah, I was like. 2008, I was 42. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, like 40, 40, if I was 42 and she was 26, okay, that's like 16 years. No, I was thinking you were 26 and the girl was 13. You said it was 13 year difference. Ah, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> no it's been a, been a while since I've no, no. No, I, I dated a girl younger than me when I was 18, but that was a different story. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's weird. Because like yeah, you're you're the old guy, and at 42 and 26 is kind of young, but yeah. Nice. Well, this Musk family tree is kind of complicated and is growing so more by the day. Errol has seven children, while Elon has fathered ten offspring. Jesus Christ! Wrap it so up. So I think I think we're back to the theory. He had to unload some of that stock. <laughs> Got to hook up Dad with a couple hundred. Yeah, a, a junior needs a new pair of shoes, man. Right. Yeah. Errol, who was a wealth who is a wealthy South African engineer, married model May Halden Musk in nineteen seventy, with whom he had three children, Elon, Kimball, and Tosca. The couple split in nineteen seventy nine before They're Earl, building Earl. a Costco right over here. <laughs> yeah, right. Right next to Bucky's. There's a, there's a Costco there now. So anyway, then he remarried this other woman, and this was her daughter, and yeah, I guess the family kind of kept it under wraps, didn't think it was a real important, yeah, good thing to have out there, so. Mike, there's still hope for you to have more kids, is what I'm saying. You need to catch up with Elon. You're on your way. You're about (laughs) your age. Just have five more kids, dude. Going to do the Tony Randall? No. No, it's, it's quite all right. I'm done. I just, I, 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 I. <laughs> The reason for all this is one of the quotes that Elon made a little while ago is doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis must tweeted it out last Thursday after he was father, father Don't twins. A collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization faces by far. No, Really? So he's going to single-handedly, yes, he's going to single-handedly bring that back. Wow. Just what we need is 10 pretentious millionaire kids running around, screwing up the world. I don't know what's happened here, but all of a sudden I'm uh, I'm looking at uh, a video on TikTok. It's on the post site here. Yeah. Somebody has a they're in a bakery type thing and they're showing penis pops. Nice. nice. Yeah. It's like made a cake or something. I don't know. Made a song. Okay. And I don't know how this happened. See, this is the shit that is going on right now. Yeah. It, well, it, it's the algorithm. It knows what you, what you're interested in. So yes, it shows you yes. penis pops. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Ford guy, Mike, right? I'm a what? A Ford guy. Yes, yes. Supposedly, Ford has two surprises that neither Tesla nor GM will like. This is according to thestreet.com. The legacy car maker is accelerating efforts, and they just put up a fucking pop-up here. Okay. Make sure you put your email address in and click enter. Yeah. Give them my uh, mother's maiden name. (laughs) Car maker is accelerating efforts to deliver on its promise to become a top player in the electric vehicle market. Legacy car maker is determined to disrupt disruptors, and for the group led by Jim Farley, the dis- disruptor is Tesla and Elon Musk. Yada yada. They've separated their business into two separate lines: Ford Blue and Ford E. So the two entities, it's two separate entities, and they're saying they're going to try to deliver 600,000 vehicles per year worldwide by the end of 2023, and two million units per year by 2026. They better have all that stuff on back order, man. Because that that 2023, dude, you're in the car. You got to be building those cars now. Yeah, the the 2023 uh, model year starts in September, right? Do you realize how long it takes to retool a factory, dude? (laughs) My grandfather, his three brothers, and my uncle all worked for Ford factories in Jersey, in Metuchen, Edison, Mawa. And they would have the summer off because they're retooling the factory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would take the summer off to retool the factory. And come September, they would start making the next year models. The, uh, the, the Mustang came out in April of two, 2000, 2000, the April of 1964. And they considered it a 1964 and a half. Half, right. Half the year was over. Yeah. Come April. Yeah. You got two more years of uh, two more months of the uh of the production line and then boom retool well they're giving priority to their iconic brands and its line of pickups and trucks are going to make electric versions of all their vehicles yeah. um you know mustang was one of the first ones yeah. first brands to have less polluting version the ford mustang mach e which is in competition with the tesla model 3 and tesla model y Ford's now thrown all its efforts into develop the F-150 Lightning, an electric version of the F-150 pickup truck. Yep. And there's also an e-transit van. Yeah. So by doing this and pushing their their main sellers automatically and switching them all the electric, do you really feel that, that that's a good thing or a bad thing? Does that tarnish the image of those brands and those models because now they're electric or I mean, you're a Ford guy. How do you feel about that? The, the fact that they 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 sell both is, is a good thing. I don't know. I I think we're we're still a little premature on on this whole electric vehicle thing. You know, very six hundred thousand vehicles next year, and it's yeah, no, it, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a disaster. And I'm sure all these vehicles are going to be like 10, 12 grand, right? Easy, affordable for everyone, $300 a month, no money yeah, down. 10, 12 grand more than what a gas-powered one would cost. You got that right. <laughs> so how much does a gas-powered vehicle – so we're still talking a sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 vehicle here. Probably, yeah, so. yeah. Fucking crazy, dude. Who yeah. has that kind of jack? Who has that? I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't have it. I'm not saying you don't have it. I'm just saying think about the common person who's – just starting out there, young person, and and okay, we're no longer selling gas vehicles. You have to buy an e vehicle. Here it is, seventy grand. Well, I can't afford that. Well, yeah, no car for you. Next, yep. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it's not a fact of whether you can afford it or not. It's a matter of well, here's my choices. My choices here to buy a a, a three year old vehicle that is in perfect running condition with thirty thousand miles on it. For $27,000 or buy this other vehicle, which does the same exact thing, gets you from point A to point B for twice the price. You you know what the sad thing is, though, because of inflation and devaluation of the currency, the used car market right now has been so freaking out of whack. There's some models of used cars that still this has been going on for over a year. I got a lot of close friends still in in the auto business that you could actually buy a new car. Less expensive than a used car. A new car, same brand, same model, 
But if you right. qualify for the rebates and everything, and with the devaluation of the currency and inflation, that caused the used car market to balloon. It started a balloon because they couldn't have chips for these new cars that nobody had new cars. So everybody's buying used cars. So it's it's like the stock market, folks. You buy low, sell high. When everybody's buying a car and you're buying and it's extremely high, you're going to pay the high price. When you're buying when nobody knows, you're going to be buying at the low price. Yeah. Just got to hope and cross your fingers you're at the right place at the right time. So, yeah, I saw a 20-year-old vehicle the other day, a Honda. 20-year-old Honda. Yeah. Okay. It was an SUV. 20 years old. Okay. Has 130,000 miles. Guess the price. Um, I, I'm going to say 15 grand, and that's over. I think that's overpriced. $19,000 yeah. for a 130,000-mile, 10-plus-year-old vehicle. Nope. So I'm saying I get it. I get, you know, it's catching up, but it's only that way because we've man we've manufactured enough problems in this country to make things not livable. We have fucked it up. We have california the whole fucking country. <laughs> yeah crazy dude so you're are you gonna buy a mustang e an e mustang no Is your dream car no 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 um brenda brenda's been eyeing the tesla her, her one of her friends has it. one you know they're nice eyeing. cars man but you know it, it, it's all it's all on emotion and you know i and i'm preaching to the choir on that you know uh yeah there's there's no need so you know, I and with my car, I, I, dude, I've driven my car four times this year. Four times I've driven my car this year, and uh, uh, and two of those times is when Brenda was away with the other car, so I, I had to use my car. And then I drove it the other day to go to the concert, and a couple weeks back drove it to a, an appointment. Damn, I gotta get the I get the license plate renewed. I gotta go. Drive it and get the license plate renewed. Nice. <laughs> Why? 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 I don't need to. And of course, yeah, we're we're down the road. We're considering a boat, and if we, that comes around, then we need a pickup truck for the boat. So should I get rid of the oh, Mustang yeah. and buy a pickup truck? But we just got oh yeah, get ready. Now, just, now get ready. If if you can buy an E Mustang for sixty seventy grand, guess what? F one fifty light is going to cost you. Because yeah. trucks are always more than cars. You know what I mean? A <laughs> hundred grand yeah. for a vehicle? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't get it. Well, I don't put a lot of gas in my truck anymore. I, I, I you know, especially with the rising fuel costs, even though it's, you know, sell your truck? comparative. I'll take What's over that? your payments. You want to sell your truck? I'll take over your payments. Oh, no. I, that thing's paid off, dude. It's been paid no. off. I'll trade, so I'll trade I, it for my Mustang for it. No, I'm all right. All right. <laughs> I'm happy with my truck. Would you but, like to come up and tow my boat, then? No, and my my what the, fuck, like, the yacht that you're gonna buy, I don't think my truck can haul it. <laughs> my truck's a God Chevy damn it, dude. <sighs> cool, yeah, you're friend. gonna be buying a yacht, I know. No, probably a twenty eight footer. That's not a yacht. Yeah, it's pretty big. Dude. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I I don't see myself buying an electric vehicle, and I I think we're about ten years premature. I think it's great to get you know initiatives and and startups and. You know, get ahead of the curve on everything. We ha don't have the infrastructure for it. We don't have yeah. the availability to even power these vehicles. And the next story here is a funny observation. I'm going to have the video up here and post. A Texas meteorologist. This is according to WashingtonPost.com. In, in Texas? A no. Texas meteorologist warned of power outages yeah. in his live broadcast. And guess what happened? The power went out <laughs> during his live broadcast as he said that. Nice, nice. Yeah. Supposedly at the time they were having a heat index of 108 or 109 degrees. It was 99 degrees. Looked like this was maybe in the Houston areas where they were showing it anyway. So maybe a ABC 13. Maybe that's in. Yes, it is in Houston. KTRK in Houston. When I moved to Texas in 2010, December 2010, the entire year of 2011, it rained five times. Wow. Five times the entire year in San Antonio. And they were in the middle of a huge drought. And they literally went 90 days every day over 100 degrees. Wow. And then one day dipped down to like 98. And then they were back over 100 for, you know, who knows how long. 
but the entire summer, brutal, over 100 degrees every day. And the rolling blackouts, rolling brownouts never affected us, I don't think, in San Antonio. I, I don't same, recall. In the but, same yeah. thing here, it starts talking about uh, days and, and, and temperatures. And it does, it does say San Antonio has reached at least 100 degrees on a record 35 days this year. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's... That's not a record. They did it in 2011, far worse than that. But it, it, it's it's brutal, you know? Brenda thinks it's hot here. I'm like, oppressive. You walk outside, you're like, oh, my God. I can't believe, I can't believe people live in this. You know? And, and yeah, you can't get your car started in the air conditioner on fast enough. We need to pimp out that uh, in 130, we did the top 10 hottest places in the country. And four of them were in Florida, two of them were in Texas. And, and my whole thing is we need to make that like the poster child. So these people will stop fucking moving here. You know, <laughs> come to Florida. It's hot as balls. You know, get, right. get, get, a, yeah. get a nice tag line Dude, like that or something. I'll tell you, it's, it's 84 degrees here right now in, in St. Augustine. At 735 p.m. Yeah. And let's see, Orlando. Orlando, it's also 84. But usually, like in the, in the heat of the day, we're about 10 degrees cooler than you. So let's see, Park Ridge, New Jersey, 81 degrees. St. Louis, Missouri. Whoa, St. Louis is 93 degrees. Yeah, but see, all those northern countries, they don't usually have countries. States don't usually <laughs> have the, uh, the humidity. It, it, it gets humid. Yeah, it does. Probably not as much as you think here, but it gets hot. It gets hot as balls everywhere. Except for Maine. It doesn't get hot in Maine. I just think it's funny because we're trying to buy, we're trying to sell everybody off on the idea of the electric cars. We can't even keep the lights on during the, you know, a regular thing like turning on your air conditioner. Folks, we realize it's 108 degrees outside, but don't turn on your air conditioner. It's okay if it gets 95 in your house. That's good. Yeah, that's hey, fine. It's cooler no, than outside. Yeah, just, just put some suntan lotion on, suffocate your skin, you'll be okay. Just think, Johnny can charge his Tesla now because you went and turned down your thermostat. <laughs> yeah. We talked and, in previous show about the K2 Comet. The K2 Comet, that was that comet that was going to come real close to Earth. like Yeah, like a million know, miles. 100 million miles, yeah, real close. Well, I'm putting up pictures here. There's actually pictures of it from when people took pictures of it on <laughs> Thursday. You can actually see it. Now, it doesn't look, you know, great. I mean, it's it's a blur, but hey, it's a picture of a comet, dude. I was impressed with the picture. Interesting. And then somebody else took the picture and photoshopped it next to like a granite, a black granite tabletop or kitchen countertop. And it looked kind of the same. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> really? Really? It's had like a mustard stain instead of a nice, oh, nice, like a coffee know? ring. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I didn't realize this thing was this giant ice ball. That's what Comet is, this giant ice ball. And um, it's 80,000 miles wide. Wow. That's pretty damn big, dude, when you consider the U.S. is like 3,000 miles wide. Yeah, I was saying that the, the circumference of the Earth is 25,000 miles. So that means that the width or the diameter is less than that. That's when they count, I'm reading further here, that's when they count the developing cloud around it, which is also known yeah. as a coma. So that cloud around it and the comet itself is 80,000 miles. It wow. was roughly, roughly 1.8 astronomical nearly twice the distance from the sun. It was, it was as the mileage it was close to Earth, they give some weird calculation here. They say something about it's 1.8 astronomical units, according to Space <laughs> News Outlet, space.com. But that's nearly twice the distance from the sun to the Earth. How, how many astronomical units? 1.8. Isn't that how much a Tesla cost? Probably. The Tesla in space. If you, can go, if you can get it yourself, you can have that Tesla that's in space right now. How about that? <laughs> Oh God! Did you see the comet, Mike? No, no, no yeah. I, I don't even have comet under my sink. Right? Yeah, I, I no, I didn't do that. I, I waited for the pictures to come out online. It's kind of like Fourth <laughs> of July anymore, almost, dude. 
I'm like, I enjoy seeing fireworks, but I don't know if I want to get out there and mix it up with the crowd and all that stuff. Did you when you took the kids to see fireworks on the 4th of July? Or? No, no. Our kids are. Well, Xander, the four year old, is not a fan of loud noises and firecrackers and, and thunderstorms and definitely not a fan of fireworks. So the little one, two year old, brave as can be, has no problem with it until this year. When you notice that Big Brother has a problem with it. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. So now he has a problem with it because Big Brother has a problem with it. That's Monkey like uh, Monkey do. It's like when they fall down and skin your knee and before they cry, there's that moment of hesitation and they look at you. And if you start laughing, it's oh, <laughs> come here, come here, come here. But if you're like, oh, my, you must be hurt. That's when a kid starts crying. Yep, exactly. He's like, oh, here comes the pity party. Let's turn on the waterworks. <laughs> exactly do you remember an athlete in this country though you probably don't remember personally but do you remember reading or hearing about him jim thorpe yeah jim thorpe is actually a city in pennsylvania ah see i did not know that that must be you know where he's from or something yeah maybe the i uh, there was argue, argue, argued for many years that he was possibly the greatest athlete of all time for a long time because of his flexibility. This is a guy who played football. This is a guy who was a track and field star and many different things in track and field. Jim Thorpe was stripped of his 1912 gold medals because he paid he because he'd been paid to play minor league baseball. Was re- he was reinstated Thursday as the sole winner of that year's Olympic decathlon and pentathlon by the IOC, the International Olympic Committee. This is according to ESPN.com. Thorpe voted the greatest athlete of the first half of the 20th century by the Associated Press, won a decathlon and pentathlon at, at the Stockholm Olympics. However, because he played minor league baseball in 1909 to 1910, Erninger reported $2 per game, to $35 per week. He was stripped of the medals in 2013 for violating existing amateur amateur rules. Yeah, the amateur so, status. Yeah. <clears throat> I just I I'm glad they reinstated him. I had no idea that he was stripped of those medals and that you know, this was they were like, "No." And now all of a sudden, 100 years later, they're like, "Okay." Crazy, dude. Well, here's here's a little Thing. Jim Thorpe is a, is a town in eastern Pennsylvania. The Mock Chunk Museum and Cultural Center details that the area's coal mining history. Okay. And that and the life and of the town's namesake, Native American athlete Jim Thorpe. There you hmm. go. In nearby Lansford, number nine mining museum, blah 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 blah. Uh, Mike hey, hey, this is interesting. Mayor Mike Safra, Saf, Safranco, Safranco. Hmm. So, so it's close to Safka, nice. but not exactly. Uh, nice. Weather right now is 79 degrees, zero wind, 41% humidity. There's your humidity, 41%. Well, they've been, he, Jim Thorpe died in 1953, and um, there was a fight by some other people that helped him get his medals back. I, I He's known as an Indian uh, hero, a hero across Indian country, if you would. And it says right here, Native American, American athlete hero. Jim Thorpe. Yeah. yeah. Even I after he know. was, he, it goes on to say here, he represented this country before it even recognized Native Americans as citizens. And he did so with humility and grace. Even after he was wronged by his coach, the Amateur Athletic Union, and many others, he never gave in to bitterness and let the spirit of generosity and kindness Yada yada, hundred and tenth anniversary. He's an ugly mf'er too, man. Yeah, no, he wasn't the beautiful guy. Yeah, but see. dude, yeah, dudes like that that played football and stuff, they had busted up grills and they 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 didn't look great. I mean, yeah, he looks like looked like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, dude was big and fast. Dude was lightning, dude. Yeah. Thorpe played professional baseball with the New York Giants, Cincinnati Reds, and the Boston Braves. He returned to football with the Canton Bulldogs. That's the first football team ever, I think. And was a member of the NFL's first all-decade team in 1931. He retired from professional football in 1928 at the age of 41 and is a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Wow. Jim Thorpe in Pennsylvania is in Carbon County. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no wonder they got coal mines everywhere. Wow. 
4,781 people. Very small town. So another important thing about this is after years of lobbying, the IOC Executive Committee reinstated Thorpe in October 1982, but said that he was the co-champion with Hugo Weislander in the decathlon and Ferdinand Bai in the pentathlon. On Thursday this, this past ah. week, he was restored as the sole champion. So okay. they put him back on. They were kind of like just the tip, right? Okay, let's put him back on there, but let's keep the other guy there. Okay, nobody said nothing. It's been freaking 40 years. Okay, well, yo, he was the only guy. Yep. Yeah, so it was kind of a, a backhanded you know, award back in 82. They gave it to him, but they, they also gave it to the second place guy. So just think, when we die and the aliens, you know, are uncovering files from everyone's computers because they're recycling that metal to power their spacecraft, they're going to come across our shows, Mike. Yep. And they're, they're going to look back at this in 100 years or 5,000 years. They're going to look back at our and show. And say, thank God those fuckers are dead. That's right. That's right. I mean, I don't understand who this benefits. Is this to make people feel good about themselves because this guy got wronged 110 years ago? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I you know, it, it, there's people out there that make other people's business their business, and yeah, and you know they they find a uh, uh, a uh, a thing they can champion and and be awesome about and make themselves feel good. Yeah, uh, and also you you mentioned. A couple stories back, oh, what you said something in the, one of the Elon Musk stories, and it, it one of my pet peeves is, and it, 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 I don't know why it's a big deal, but I hate corporate lingo. It annoys the shit out of me, like championing something. But yeah, there was a word. Let's get together and partner. Oh yes, let's partner and let's champion <laughs> this this goal. Um, let's let's have a huddle. Can we can we huddle up, guys? Come on, let's huddle up. I just wanna I just wanna give props to 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 Mike for being awesome. He did the, he did this and he and, and, you know, he followed up and he he, he pursued and fuck you. Um, okay, I'm I'm yeah. No, it was a story you 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 mentioned earlier, and it was there was one of those corporate lingo buzzwords in there, and I meant to say something back then, but I'm saying something now. Damn it. All right, All right, I feel better. Good. I'm glad. All right. I'll just I'll just go back and I'll edit that and I'll put it put it next to the story in post. All right. There you that? go. There you go. go. Go through all the story. Can we wait? Yeah. We start at the beginning and go through, and when when we catch that word, I'll let you know. Yeah, it was. Uh... <sighs> yeah. I'm According here. to CNN.com, so it must be true. This is in their health department here. They're saying that <laughs> no amount of alcohol is healthy if you're younger than 40, mostly due to alcohol-related deaths by auto accidents, injury, and homicide, according to a new global study. So if you are you start drinking at 40? If you are 40 or older without any underlying conditions, however, the new research found small amounts of alcohol might reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease, stroke, and diabetes. The, diabetes, the diseases just happen to be major causes of death in a good chunk of the world, yada, yada. They go on to say the, the interesting things that they say is it sounds like one beer is good, but more than that, you're a drunk. The analysis <laughs> looked at 30 years of data. On people ages 15 to 95 from 204 countries and territories gathered by the Institute's Global Burden of Diseases, Injury and Risk Factor Study, which tracks premature death and disability from over 300 diseases. The analysis estimated that 1.34 billion people around the world consumed harmful amounts of alcohol in 2020. See, and this is after I quit drinking. Otherwise, that, that number would have been a lot higher. <laughs> you skewed the whole damn freaking research. Yeah. More than yeah. 59% of people who drank unsafe amounts of alcohol were between the ages of 15 and 39. Over two-thirds were men. In every geographic region, the study found drinking alcohol does not provide any health benefits to people under 40, but does raise the risk of injuries such as motor vehicle accidents, suicides, and homicides. The study defined a standard drink as 10 grams of pure alcohol, which might be a small amount, 3.4 fluid ounces, glass of wine, 12 fluid ounce beer, you know, one shot. 
but the conclusions were criticized. One of the statistics said this, and this is funny. Statistics show there are over 14 times as many alcohol attributable deaths in the UK amongst 70 to 74 year olds than 20 to 24 year olds. So if you're in the UK and you're a little older than me, 20 years older than me almost, you're drinking 14 times more than 20 to 24 year old kids. You're raising a bunch of pussies over there. Come on, drink up. They have a lot more time on their hands. You know, they drink more and they fall down easy. I guess when you reach certain ages, if you, if that's it and that's where you're at in life, you just you're like, hey, you know, you're not having new kids like Elon's dad. You're pounding <laughs> beers at the pub. Right. Right. Pounding pints at the pub. Yeah. And uh, that 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 corporate lingo keyword was yeah. disruptor. Oh, yeah. In, in the in the Ford. uh Ford E Mach E Dilio story we covered earlier. Yeah, disruptor. you know why I should have I should have known because I'm that guy. Disruptor. Yeah, I, I, oh, the place I previously worked worked there for God eight years and uh, they they cling, clung on to that word when it first came out, disrupting the this and disrupting that. I'm like, that's rude. Don't disrupt people. You know, but yeah, that that's one of the, the key. Lingo words I can't stand. Disruptor. Did, did, do they present these lingo words to those people? Yes, those people. You people. <laughs> you, you people. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember they had town. They had town hall meetings, and they had these big screen TVs all over the the cafeteria area, <clears throat> which really wasn't a cafeteria; it was more like a big break room. And uh, <laughs> one of the bosses got on there, and uh, I don't know. It was real early in the morning, and he started talking about getting shit done. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, this is this is a very sterile company that I work yeah. for, and like everything had to be like you know fast, fun, and friendly. You know, you, you couldn't be, you know, you had to normal. You had, to, you had to drink the Kool Aid. Yeah, and then this guy comes on and starts talking about getting shit done, and he said it more than once. Well, we never saw him again on any of the 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 town hall meetings. Yes, let's have a town hall meeting so we can champion this stuff and disrupt the industry all right enough with stupid corporate lingo no it's it's funny because i i flash back while you're telling that story i flash back to 2004 in the car business um you know we had we were the major player one out of every 10 chevrolet sold in the world was sold by the company i worked for right so i mean that was that was huge so when i was working there you had people hostage helped yeah, you had meetings every morning, but a Saturday was like the Super Bowl Sunday in the car car business. Yeah, throw the keys on the roof. Um, Saturday was in in used car business like Super Bowl Sunday, so we had the big all all out meeting there. And our new uh, used car director, who I liked a lot, who was a good guy, and I was making money, and you know, everything was great with this guy. He got up to speak because everybody had to speak, you know, all the managers and stuff. He gets up to speak, and he's like, "Look." Bring me somebody today. Bring me some some bitch today, cause I'm gonna tell you something. I hate them all. I hate them. I hate them. I love a customer. Don't get me wrong, but when they get in here, I want to rip off their head and shit down their neck. And then with that, that's how he's doing it. And with that, in front of the 150 salespeople, he's doing this in front of in the meeting. I see the GM of the dealership go like this as he's going. I'm going to rip off their head and shit down their neck. I see the GM go <laughs> like that with his head. Two days later, dude was gone. <laughs> like, oh my God, dude, are yeah. you serious? Yeah. You know, let's go see shit. On, he probably shit, you know, missed, missed their neck and shit on the floor and the GM had to clean it up. Yeah. Speaking of cleaning it up. Uh-oh. People at Disney World on Space Mountain probably had to get cleaned up. You ever smelled that water on those water-based rides, Mike? Well, I think we're talking about Splash Mountain, and not Space Mountain. Yes, that's what I meant. I'm all sorry. right, yeah, yeah, yes. all right. We got the we got the we got the right racist ride. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they're playing uh, Jungle Book throughout the whole thing there. It would but, be uh, Song of the South. Yes. 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 And, Disney uh, World guests escape from sinking Splash Mountain log boat. And it's caught on video. I'm putting a video up here. Wow. Here. Wow. I'm but sure it, show, 
it shows that the people, the boat was sinking. So the people were like getting out. They're standing in the water. The water's only up to their knees, of course, but they're all trying to bail. The kids are crying. They're trying to <laughs> jump up onto the thing next to the, you know, the yes. animatronics or whatever. Yeah. Have you ever been on a ride like that where you've had a bail? No, I've actually never, never been on any ride where it's had some kind of snafu and uh, had to manually get off the ride. No, but uh, Song of the South never yeah. put on VHS or DVD. Never. Why? All because of the racial undertones of the movie. It's never been released released on DVD or VHS, unless you go to the San Antonio Rodeo. And at San Antonio Rodeo, they'll have bootleg copies for your racist ass to purchase. Nice, I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like Unreal. Yeah, I mean, it was different time. I know people evolve and things evolve, but yeah, you know, no, it's it, it, it's weird how they're they're like that. And of course, there's those people out there who feel they need to change history, you know, to to protect to protect the young ones, you know. Yeah, okay, it's always about protecting young ones. Bullshit. Protect, I'm gonna call bullshit on that. Yeah, because the people you knew normally out there screaming out out in the front, you look at them and you know they're not having a baby anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, you're not having a kid. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) not intentionally. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's the same thing with some of the and and it's bad because it makes people in certain groups or certain sexes or certain subdivided groups, however you want to call it, you know, let's address the the elephant in the room here. You know, women are different from men. I know that's news to a lot of people. And then in in women, there's older women, there's younger women, there's, you know, there's different groups or subcategories. And I think when groups like that, like go out and champion things for women's causes. If you look at them, I'm like, I don't even know if that's a woman. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Holding the sign. And then there's always that sign in the back, like somebody from Howard Stern show holding up a poster, iron my shirt, bitch. In, yeah. In, Baba yeah. Booey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's no, like, I, um, just, I think it's sad that we subdivide everything and cancel culture, everything. Yeah, you're the, right. Um, the, okay, you remember Westboro Baptist Church? Yes, yes. They actually protested one of Kevin Smith's movies. Imagine he, that. Was that the one he went to? Uh, no, no. Well, oh. he, he went to the, uh, a different protest that was and uh, got interviewed. About his movie. About his movie. And he the, got interviewed and she had no idea that was him. That right, was great. Right. That, that was one time. But there was another time later, like decades later. And uh, Kevin Smith has a I – I don't know if it's his brother – or someone, I think it's his brother. His brother's gay, and uh, the Shirley, whoever was uh, Shirley, not Mo Downey, but uh, I forget the last name of them. Fred. It was Fred was the father, and Shirley was the daughter, and they came and protested one of Kevin Smith's movies. So Kevin Smith did a counter protest of the protest that the Westboro Baptist Church was doing, and he held up a sign and says, "Shirley, you can't be serious." Ah. And his gay brother held up a big sign that says, Dick is yummy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see if I can find it. I'll put it on the the both Mike's Facebook page. I'm going to try to edit that down to a nice soundbite. Mike Taylor talking about that. Dick Dick is yummy. It's going to last a while, Mike. We're going to get a lot of mileage. (laughs) Nice. Thanks. Appreciate that. Make sure you mark the time. Yes. Well, we're at that point in the show where it's time to wrap up already. I like it. That was quick. Yeah. Well, when you have a good show. Yeah. Seems to go quick, right? What can I say? Exactly. You have anybody you want to give a shout out to, Mike? Um, uh, Kevin Smith. Dick Kevin Smith. There you go. Yeah. You know, Dick he Yummy. had a thing, and just real quick, let me sneak this in real quick. He had a thing that you could buy like certain levels of membership into his podcast, modcast, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And for two grand, you could go to his house, hang out with him, and then do the smodcast with him live. I wonder if he would let both of us do it. But we had to fly in California. Is he in California? Is that where he is? Yeah, he's in LA. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not going to California, dude. <laughs> no way, dude. Yeah, we. I'm we sure can... he got my name up at the border there. My picture. Right. What this fucking guy in? Yeah. Don't let don't let fruits and vegetables or Mike Sofka into this into California. All right. So anyway, check out my buddy Gino Losi, G-I-N-O-L-O-S-I. Check him out on socials. Catch you some big fish anywhere in Florida. He'll put you on the big ends. Go and check it out on social media if you don't believe me. I I caught a monster fish with this dude. So he said big ends. Yeah. 
Check out my friend uh, Knife Hands Dan at Jet Set Printing for all your printing needs in Central Florida. And check out my friends over at the Leesburg Melon Patch Theater, Dustin Levine, leading a great group of people there. Go see a community theater project. Donate some money. Buy some advertising. Do something nice. All right. This was 131. Well, this was 131. Yes. 131. Correct. All right. 131 in the books. Have a Coke. And a smile, and yes. shut the f- front door. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Ciao. See you in 132. How about that? Bye.